Where woman, Flar had told her. His woman? In his where? Was that what he had meant? No, that was not the impression she got from the dragon. It occurred to her suddenly that it was odd she had understood the dragon. Were common folk able to? Or was it the dragonman blood in her line? At all events, Nemeth had implied something greater, some special rank. They must mean her, then, to be werewoman to the unhatched dragon queen. Only how did she, or they, go about it? Yet the bronze rider had offered her the position as if she and she alone qualified. He had his own generous portion of conceit, that one, Lessa decided. Assured that the dragon man would be occupied a while, she crossed the larger cave into the sleeping room. She scooped up the clothing and the bag of cleansing sand and proceeded to the bathing pool. To be clean, to be completely clean, and to be able to stay that way. She shook out a generous handful of sweet sand and, bending to the pool, wet it. Quickly, she made a soft mud with the sweet sand, and she scoured her body. She scrubbed hard. Then she jumped into the pool, gasping as the warm water made the sweet sand foam in her scratches. She ducked under the surface to thoroughly wet her hair. Briskly, she rubbed, rinsing and scrubbing until she felt her hair might possibly be clean. Years it had been. It was a ritual cleansing of more than surface soil. She felt a pleasure akin to ecstasy for the luxury of cleanliness. She left the pool reluctantly, wringing out her hair and tucking it up on her head as she dried herself. She shook out the clothing. The fabric, a soft green, felt smooth to her fingers. The darker green overtunic had a sash that she pulled in tight at the waist. The skirt, no longer a ragged hem of tatters, swirled heavily around her ankles, making her smile. She took up a fresh drying cloth and began to work on her hair. A muted sound came to her ears. Straining, she listened. Yes, the dragon man and his beast must have returned. Vexed, she rummaged on the shelves until she found a coarse-toothed metal comb. By the dint of much yanking, she pulled ruthlessly through years of tangles and was able to groom the mass. Now dry, her hair suddenly had a life of its own. Clean and unmatted, it fell to her waist. Apprehensively, she glanced into the sleeping room. It was empty. Resolutely, she crossed the room, pushing aside the hanging on the doorway to the great cavern. He was there, beside the head of the dragon, scratching its eye ridges. It was a tableau completely at variance with all she had heard of dragon men. She had, of course, heard of the strange affinity between rider and dragon. He turned slowly, as if loath to leave the bronze beast. He caught sight of her and pivoted completely around. With quick light steps, he closed the distance between them and ushered her back into the sleeping room. Then he held her away from him, turning her this way and that. You wash up? Pretty. Yes. Almost pretty. He stood grinning at her till she had to clench her fists at her sides to keep from beating that grin off his face. At length, he said, No matter, we must eat, and I shall require your services. The least you can do is bathe wounds honorably received in fighting your battle. He pushed aside a portion of the drapery. Food for two, he roared. Nemorth is nearly rigid, he was saying, as he took supplies from a shelf, and the hatching will soon begin anyhow. A coldness settled in Les's stomach at the mention of a hatching. Numbly, she took the things he handed her. What? Frightened? The dragon man taunted, pausing as he stripped off his torn and bloodied shirt. With a shake of her head, Lessa turned her attention to the wide-shouldered, well-muscled back he presented her. She forced herself to deal only with the wound. His skin felt smooth under her fingers as she cleansed the wound. In spite of herself, she noticed the masculine odor of him. 
She smeared on the healing salve generously, making a small pad of bandage. She secured the dressing deftly in place with other strips of torn cloth. When he faced her, his eyes were dark and thoughtful. Gently done, my lady. My thanks. His smile was ironic. A muted rumble sounded. Dragons roaring, Lessa wondered. As if he understood her confusion, the dragonman laughed good-humoredly as some noisy mechanism inside a shaft propelled a tray of food into sight. Ashamed of her unbased fright and furious that he had witnessed it, Lessa sat rebelliously down on the fur-covered wall seat. He placed the tray on the low table in front of her. Even in the ware, the lady breaks bread first, he said, and inclined his head politely to her. Lessa flushed, unused to any courtesy and certainly unused to being first to eat. She broke off a chunk of bread. Wide-eyed, she nibbled, disarmed, and gave him her full attention. Listen to me, Flar began. You must not show a moment's fear at whatever happens on...